Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 1. In the sixth and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa, Basa, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might not suffer any to go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Asa is the king of Judah. Basa at this time is the king of Israel, which is the other ten tribes. And Basa is attacking Asa by taking over the city of Ramah. Now Ramah was already built, but again he built it up and fortified it in order to keep people from passing through the land to get to the king of Judah. And this would very much handicap the government system and maybe even profits for the kingdom of Judah. So this was a severe assault. 2. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king's house, and sent to Ben-Hadad king of Aram that dwelt at Damascus, saying, Now in the last chapter Asa had a huge revival in Judah and in the land of Simeon, Ephraim, and Benjamin, because he was following the Lord. But in this chapter he's making a really big mistake. He's sinning against the Lord. That's why we have to be vigilant every single day of our lives to resist the temptation to sin. And fear is a sin in the Bible. In this chapter, because of Asa's fear, he is going to do something wrong. Out of fear, he is going to ask a pagan king for help instead of asking God for help. And he's even giving gold to a pagan king that he took out of the Lord's treasury, which means that gold was already sanctified and dedicated to only be used for the temple, and he took it out of the temple to give to the pagan king of Damascus. He never asked the Lord. So this was a huge, huge blunder. All of us can fall at different times. If we fall, we need to repent and get back with Jesus immediately. But this is an example of a time in Asa's life where he fell. 3. There is a league between me and thee, as there was between my father and thy father. Behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go, break thy league with Basa, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. Asa is telling the king of Damascus, Here, I'm going to give you money. My father already had a good relationship with you, so you owe me protection. And just to seal the deal, I'm going to give you a bunch of gold and silver, and I want you to break your league with Bassa, who is now my enemy, and I want you to fight on my side instead of his side. 4. And Ben-Hadad hearkened unto King Asa, and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ijon and Dan, and Abelmaim, and all the store cities of Naphtali. This pagan king of Damascus, Ben-Hadad, agreed to help Asa out for the money, and then he went and attacked the kingdom of Israel by attacking those three cities plus a bunch of store cities in Naphtali, which is where the king of Israel was storing wealth and possibly food. That was a huge blow to Israel. 5. And it came to pass, when Bassa heard thereof, that he left off building Ramah and let his work cease. You know how when you think you're big and tough, and you're strutting around and showing your feathers, and then all of a sudden somebody's tougher than you, and then you turn tail and run? That's exactly what happened here with King Bassa of Israel. He thought he was really tough when he took Ramah and made a blockage there. But then when he saw the king of Damascus attacking Israel, he was like, uh-oh. Gotta go home. And that's what he did. He just packed up and totally left Ramah. 6. Then Asa the king took all Judah, and they carried away the stones of Ramah, and the timber thereof, wherewith Basa had builded. And he builded therewith Geba and Mizpah. 
Asa humiliated the king of Israel by tearing down what he had built in Ramah and using it for a different purpose, further humiliating and rubbing King Basa's nose in the dirt. 7. And at that time Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Aram, and hast not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Aram escaped out of thy hand. 8. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubim a huge host with chariots and horsemen exceeding many? Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thy hand. 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is whole toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, for from henceforth thou shalt have wars. A seer is a prophet, so Hanani is a prophet, and he's telling Asa, you have sinned against the Lord because you went to a pagan king for help, and you never asked the Lord for help. And didn't the Lord save you when you were fighting against the Ethiopians? The Lord did all of the fighting because you asked and you trusted him. But now you can't trust him against the king of Israel. This is really evil on your part. And Hanani ends his speech by saying, God is searching the whole world looking for someone who has faith. And you just missed the call today because he wanted to see faith in you and he didn't see any. The reason is because God wants to show how strong he is in the weak. We should embrace our weakness and ask God to send in the angel army. Bring down your fire, Lord. Part the waters of the sea for me. Expect much. The weaker you are, the more you should expect from God. Because that's how he glorifies himself, is in the weak. So if you're handicapped, if you're ugly, if you're poor, if you don't have good social skills, if you're not very smart, God can do amazing things in your life. And he would choose to do amazing things in your life over somebody who has it all you know, looks great, smells great, talks great, and has a lot of money. He would rather choose you. If you're the person who everyone ignores at the party, you're the one who God wants to show his glory in. So expect great things and don't lift a pinky finger. Just believe. That's what God wants from us. Faith. 10. Then Asa was wroth with the seer, meaning he was angry with the prophet Hanani, and put him in the prison house, for he was in a rage with him because of this thing, and Asa oppressed some of the people the same time. Asa projected his own self-disappointment onto the prophet and onto other people, because he was humiliated by this word from the prophet. A lot of times, Either fear, sadness, or shame turns into rage. If we don't want to deal with the real feeling, Asa's real feeling was shame, but he didn't want to deal with it, so it turned into rage, and he punished the prophet and others for this word from the Lord, instead of repenting. 11. And behold, the acts of Asa, first and last, lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. You see, Asa didn't end his time well, did he? Jesus said in the New Testament, we have to be faithful to the end. We can't turn evil at the very end of our life. We won't be found pure before him. Don't follow Asa's example. Stay righteous your entire life. 
12, and in the thirty and ninth year of his reign, Asa was diseased in his feet. His disease was exceeding great, yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. So in his pride, he totally turned his back on the Lord, and he wouldn't ask the Lord questions anymore. We can't do that. We need to keep asking God, keep asking questions, keep trusting him, stay in a relationship with him. This isn't saying that it's evil if you go to a doctor, but Asa never asked the Lord. In the New Testament, the woman who bled for 12 years before she was healed by Jesus, she was never condemned for going to the doctors and spending all her money at the doctors first. Because as soon as she heard about Jesus, she's like, oh, that's my answer. I'm going to go touch the hem of his garment. And she was healed completely. But she wasn't condemned for all those years that she went to the doctors. The reason Asa is condemned here is because he never asked God. He only went to the doctors. 13. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. God gave him an extra year in the wilderness to repent, and doesn't sound like he did it. You know, forty is the year of the wilderness time. But God gave Asa an extra year to come to repentance. That shows you the mercy of God. He gave Asa an extra year, and he allowed Asa to have this disease to cause him to repent, but Asa never did. 14. And they buried him in his own sepulchres, which he had hewn out for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed which was filled with sweet odors and diverse kinds of spices, prepared by the perfumer's art, and they made a very great burning for him. They gave him a beautiful burial. And that concludes Second Chronicles chapter 16.